Updating. I gotta have like a 40 ounce. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awesome, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh yeah, you specified. <laughs> it's pretty cool to actually have be back on the computer. And not podcasting through the uh, MP3 player. It recorder. is nice, man. It is nice. I get to hear myself in uh, like a real radio show. Yeah, when I hear it with the headphones, it sounds like there's a little bit of bass to my voice. There isn't, but, <laughs> but when I but when I hear it in the headphones with it with it amped up, it does. Otherwise, it's just me outside, and then I hear it later, and I still sound like Charlie Day. It definitely feels a hell of a lot more formal though, because I I have to stare directly across the table at you rather than before, where we were just like in uh, chaise lounges, both looking up at the stars. Dreaming, gazing, <laughs> yeah. This Thursday, myself and uh, Ben decided to take our brothers to the great city of Chicago. I never met your brothers. I mean, I met your brother Nathan, obviously, but I never met your other brother, and you never met my brother. So it was this sort of a weird thing that we all decided yeah. to go together. Yeah, who knows what was going to happen? Well, you were like, hey, you know, my brother, you'd sent something out that said I tagged know, a bunch of different people. Yes. that I thought would be interesting. It was your idea, right? To go see Nick DePaulin. It was a good one. So I, I worked it out and I was trying to make sure I could get that day off of work and yada, yada. Well, Nate was already like, hey, I'm in. Right. So Nate's going. Did you're you find going. that odd that I was just going to go with your brother? Not odd. Once? I, <laughs> since he'd been on the show and met you, not odd. But I was like, all right, well, then you're in, dude. Like, right. you're, you know what I mean? Like feet first, you're jumping in. So it was the three of you guys going. Then I was able to go. And the day before, I just went and visited my brother, Mark. I was just hanging out at his house for a minute. And I was like, oh, hey, we're going to you know, go downtown. I just mentioned it in passing. I said, if you can go, that'd be cool. Well, it just turned out he could. And he texted me at like, oh, gosh, I don't know. Like the wee hours in the morning, like five in the morning. He was like, yeah, dude, I'm in. I was like, okay, okay cool. So I, I had to go online and check this out. It was, uh, like he said, we went on a Thursday. So I think it was maybe like Wednesday morning. I get up and I call or I go online to buy him a ticket. Because he's like, hey, I'm going to crash out. Can you just buy me a ticket? Yeah. So I go to buy the ticket. They say, oh, we're not selling anymore. So, okay, well, that, that would have been cool. You right. know, it could have been me and all my brothers and you and your brother. It'd be this big bro fest. Uh, but there was a number to call. So I called, the, like, the front desk. And the guy's like, oh, I think we're sold. Oh, wait, I have one more. It was the weirdest <laughs> thing. I felt like he was trying to sell me, like, you know, when you right. go, to go to buy a car. It's going to cost you a little bit more money, but. Well, it's like, you know, when you go to buy, like, a car or something, they go, oh, I'm sorry, we don't have any of those. Hold on, let me see. Let me go in the back and talk to my manager and see what I could do. The guy's like, hold, let me put you on hold. He comes back and he's like, yeah, I do have one more ticket, but there was nothing in it for him. It's the same price. It was right. actually cheaper because I don't think I had the weird processing fee. So it was really strange. I was like, is this guy trying to pull one over on me? Like, hold on, I think I have, like, he was taking, uh, like, a pile of papers and shuffling them. Right. Like, <laughs> uh, uh, oh, one more ticket. So, long story longer, I bought the ticket, Mark was in, Nate was in, it was this big uh, brouhaha, brouhaha. Yeah, it, uh, so originally we were going to go together, but it didn't work out that way, so you and your brothers set out from wherever you set out from, and myself and my brothers set out from my house, and we decided, hey, I told you, hey, I've been to this place before, and I just assumed, and I didn't know that it was this 
I figured it was going to be sold out, but I wasn't sure. And I just yeah. know it's like first come, first served. And usually your whole party, ha- they, they'd like to seat your whole party at the same time because otherwise, you know, you're getting, your party's going to get broke up. Yeah. And because this, this was going to be jam packed, I was like, hey, you know, leave it. We're going to leave it like seven. And you're like, yeah, we're going to leave it like 630 or seven too. So, you know, we're, we're coming from, I figured, I don't know where you're coming from, but I figured we were going to arrive there around the same time, which was going to be 730. It's coming from the dirty region. So we get there and I'm like, I texted you once. And it's funny because your brother got there when you were in the bathroom. He's like, yeah, Ben thought you were going to be texting. Like, oh, better check my <laughs> cell phone. This guy's well, definitely texted me a hundred times. Well, because cause I ha- it was almost dead. So I had it charging. I wasn't in the back seat. I was in the back seat and uh, it was charging up front. Perfect plan. And with, well, with the three of us together, you, you literally need a shoehorn to get a word in. We're all, because we're all like <laughs> I am, all of us. So... It's like, blah, 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 blah. There's nonstop talking. And I'm like, shit, man. He's probably texting me up front. And I'm thinking, you're like, where are you at? Where are you at? Where are you right. at? And uh, no. But I, see, I, what, I, and I, but, but I, I'm like, I'm not responding because I don't have my phone. It's up there. So I assumed, yeah. What I did was I just went to your brother. So I, I asked you, I just said, hey, you know, we're here. <laughs> Let me know, you know, what the situation is. Should we go in? Should we not go in? We don't want to get separated. And then I just made the, I, I looked, the door came open and I, as other people were going in and I saw how packed the place was. So I just took a shot and they ended up having, they sat us in a five seat area. Yeah. Which was really cool of them. No, it was beyond cool, man. I thought for sure. No, Zany's on Wells, right? Zany's yeah. on Wells North in the Wells. city. It's a, it's a small place. So there's really not a bad, I mean, right. you can literally be by there, the I think there's room. 80, I want to say 80. Somewhere between 80 and 100 seats. Last time I was there, I was way in the back by the bathroom. And it was fine. It was awesome. Because right. you're still, you're still what? Well, it's staggered like stage. 15 yards from the so, stage or whatever. Yeah, the floor is obviously up and up. It's like a staggered tier. Mm-hmm. So you, you can, you're not like going to be blocked. But it was great that we all got to sit together. That was, uh, I wasn't expecting it. Because my brother Mark is like, he used to be a bike messenger. Uh, that does not surprise <laughs> me. <laughs> well, there's dude. I can pull out like like an Old Testament scroll of stuff my brother's done as far as like jobs. He's had when I joke around like, oh, he's like Kramer. I'm I'm saying it tongue in cheek, but like you never, you know his stories. If when you write when you write his story down like on page, there's gonna be so many weird chapters, you know. Well, one of them was a, a bike messenger, so he does know the city really well, and he comes up probably. I don't know, every week or two to the city all the time. He's always going there to do things. She says, I know the city, man. I'll drive. I, I got it. I got it. Okay, cool. That's fine. Because I don't want to drive. Right. Because I plan I, on indulging. Couple, right. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to hop in the back. So we're going. We're all in the talk mode. You know, everyone's blah, 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 blah. Next thing I know, we're going I-80 West. Or, yeah, I-80 West. And we pass 94, which obviously Dan Ryan right. goes to the city. And... I'm like, does he know some shit I don't know? You know, because he's <laughs> he got really knows the city. He really knows the city. He's like, no, 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 dude, we're taking the back roads. We're going past Stony. Uh, and I was like, hey, man, isn't that isn't that our exit? He was like, <laughs> like like three Mississippi. Uh, oh, oh, crap, dude, I was so busy. So we had to turn around, and I was trying not to be uh, the the grumpy guy in the back because right. he's so aloof, we'll say that it it instantly turns. If I had a character, it turns me into the me. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm more you when I'm with him because there's not room for two. It is hymns. the thought of me though thinking like this guy is now going to be? He's going to be. I'm going to have to hear about like why I was late. And this, you know, it's, there's certainly a, a Dave on my shoulder going like, 
what the fuck, man? You, you guys couldn't get here on right. time. And you brought, so I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to explain why we're late because we just talked too much. So we ended up doing a little huckabuck and I, and again, I, I, you didn't have to explain to me if you're late or not because at, at some point I just told my brother like, I was I, like, we listen, were, we're already seven. here, so whatever, whatever, you know. But I, it's funny because so I texted you and it took you probably 20 minutes to to answer the text <laughs> because like what you said, you didn't have your phone. However, I texted Nathan, your brother, and he within 15 seconds he hit me back and, and he told me, hey, dude, we're, we're sort of. Well, I told late, him, blah, blah, blah. but I mean, he, he. So I I realize now that at least I wasn't. Now that I've met all three of your brothers, probably I'm more simpatico with 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 Nate. Your, with Nate you know, and it, it just sort of, you know, he he just most uh, people are. He's the coolest one of us, <laughs> I think. If you had to rank us, so one of my favorite parts of the whole experience. So we all get up there and. There happens to be there's a guy who's sitting behind us, and uh, a, a, a big heavy set guy. And me and my brother were watching him before you got there, and he's got a laptop up, and he's wearing like a full length duster and a, and a Indiana Jones style, almost like between a boonie hat and an Indiana Jones style hat. But Dude, he he looked like he came off a horse. He looked like the Black Undertaker. Yes, from that's, WWF. That's perfect. Yeah, he had like you said, full blown. But I hadn't heard the guy utter a, a word or anything. He was just sort of sitting there minding his own business, looking on his computer. Were you thinking like, like a oh, satchel? Shit, this could get ugly. I no, I just thought like that's sort of a weird dude. He's at a comedy club by himself. It's with just a, with a duster. Yeah, and then I saw the laptop, so I'm like, oh, maybe this guy is like. A, a critic or like writes this. for some paper. What was the weather like? Oh, it was 80 and balmy or it, 78 and balmy. Would it necessitate a duster and or a hat? No. And I, you know what? <laughs> I, I did see uh, uh, Beverly Hills Cop. I was prepared for, remember when they yeah. came into the strip club with the duster? Yeah. So, so I definitely had my Axel Foley eyes on, but I wasn't concerned about that. I Dude, was just that, like, this guy just seems a little bit off. That was a tell 30 years ago. I mean, by yes. the time Columbine came, people should have known when they saw <laughs> right. the long coats. So the guy is, bottom line, is the first two comedians so <laughs> that go on. And right away, um, this just listen to this. So this is what we hear while we're trying to enjoy. And this, this guy is probably the opener. This is the opener, right? And and we're not we're talking we're not talking about during the jokes. This is during the setups. During the jokes, during the announcements of what's going to come, drink specials and what have you. So I just sort of uh, sewed together a bunch of about 30 seconds worth of uh, this guy's contribution to our evening. Now, here's the thing. I, I wasn't recording the these guys' performances or anything, but we this so this guy was laughing ridiculous, obviously way louder than anybody else. And and as you could hear the other people laughing, they're not really like full belly laughing. They're just sort of like, you know, a, a, something a little something funny was said, but nothing earth-shattering. And again, this isn't during Nick. This is prior to DePaulo even getting on stage. This is the the opener and the, Dude, the MC. The, yeah, this was I'm certain he was doing it during the MC who the guy, the guy was funny, but right. it was he was and just to repeat your point. No, you did not have your recorder out and recording right. people's live comedy. That's not what you were doing. But we did it because it was so noticeable that we we're like, dude, you got to get this guy. Well, not only that, 
so this guy this guy was black and the, the guy who was the MC was black and we thought to ourselves well maybe this guy is like a family member and he's just trying to give this guy the extra <laughs> like, push they all, they like all oh, know each other I'm no, sure. I, no no I meant like he's gonna try to you know give an extra laugh to sort of get the crowd going and make it you know make it yeah. seem like this guy's really killing him yeah 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 and he was then, like uh, the flavor flav to that guy's Chuck D. Yes. So the next guy that goes up is this like a lily white Irish guy, and this guy continues the laughter, and I'm like, I don't think they're related. So <laughs> at that point, my us five, uh, so me, Ben, and our brothers are sitting at a table that probably has a total of like 13 to 14 people because it's two tables pushed together, and it's it looks like a an office party of dudes that went out after work or whatever. So we're all talking, all 13 of us to, you know, amongst each other, like, dude, this guy's really obnoxious and we can't even hear the comedian because this guy is laughing so heartily. And it was almost like he was almost could have been sarcastic. Cause I was like, there's the guy's not really even telling yeah. jokes at some point. It was so over the top that we started talking, like we started doing impersonations of him and talking about like how we would murder him if we had to. <laughs> At least well, I mentioned stabbing him a couple times. Well, and, and, and all in good this, fun, other this, than the knife and the stabbing. This is why I turned my recorder on my phone is because, so the doorman comes up to our table and tells us basically, hey, you need to shut your mouths and watch a comedian and enough enough talking. And so now Ben's brother, Mark, who I've never met, <laughs> is like got this wild look in his eye and he, and he gets up and takes off after the the doorman that's just his and has to like basically corner the doorman and i'm like you know this is the, i don't ben basically he turns to me and he goes listen i'm always prepared at any time to throw down so just so you know i don't know what this what's happening over there but that's this could true. go this could get ugly quick. it's true dude i wasn't at like 1920 by the time i started going to bars and especially if i was going to bars with my brother uh I'll, I'll, let me give you a point of reference my brother mark um was uh really into like grunge and he was kind of like a at, when i went to morton in, in the late 90s and we referred to him as like dirt heads and that was people that like wore flannels and had the long hair and stuff like that not really known for being fighters right well he went into the he went into the military he went into the navy he did his four years we hung out a little bit when we could and then he came back when he left he was more of the dirt head which is more of the get picked on right. persona and mark's not a, a bully or, or tough guy persona now but my 21st birthday, um, he had, I think he had just come back or he was in for town or whatever. Well, we went to Buddy Guy's Legends in the city because I was excited. I can go to bars and I want to see blues and I was all excited about it. We go there and I was still a smoker. So I'm smoking a cigarette. I'm having a, a beer. And uh, my brother, who I've never really seen get in a fight, at least not like the winning end of one. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, not that he got beat up, right. but he just wasn't right. it's none of our styles. You know what I mean? Uh, well, I'm sitting there smoking a cigarette and unbeknownst to me, probably because I've had a few, this guy is doing this, like, uh, what I'm he waving his hand, like, like it's my smoke's bothering him. And at the time, you could smoke in any barn you want, especially in a blues club, right. for God's sakes. I don't see it, right? So it happens two or three times, and the guy's like making some gestures that I don't notice, probably because I'm drinking, but about how like this thing's bothering him. Well, my, bro- my brother steps in, and like you said, he's got that crazy look in his eye. And this is when I realized be ready at any time, you never know. My brother, my brother reaches over me and grabs a guy by the shoulder and goes, hey, you do that one more time and I'll put this out in your fucking eye. And I go, whoa. Like, it was like a record when like scratched. We're like, oh, okay. The guy didn't say shit after that. And so, and that was 2001. And everything was fine. Like I said, my brother's not a violent guy. I didn't think. But <laughs> you never know. Because when someone is, uh, when someone marches to the beat of their own drum and is out to have a good time, they're not going to let someone else interrupt the beat of their drum right. 
Because it's screwing up with the it's screwing with the rhythm of life, man. Well, dig, all, dig. it seemed to be that the the bouncer was he was irritated with us, no doubt. Well, that's what and, I mean. I was like, just I was like, this guy's laughing. My brother might get up and hit him with a chair. So I, I don't know for <laughs> sure if he's not going to. So he, the bouncer basically comes back over to us after your brother sits down and he goes, "Hey, listen, I'm sorry, but you know, hey, apparently this guy has some really good weed or whatever. It's not my our fault, and we're not going to." Yeah, he like made a joke, right? And he and he sort of laughed it off, and and basically what he told your brother. It is hey, I can't throw the guy out for laughing. As annoying as it is, I mean, that's what he's. It's a comedy club, so suck it up. And unfortunately, your experience is maybe ruined, but yeah. is what it is. He was acting within the parameters, right, of the comedy law, right. No one's. You know, he's just a huge annoying douchebag. You're allowed to pick it if you don't agree with law enforcement or something, or 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 you know anything. As obnoxious as it is, you're allowed to pick it, right. And you're also allowed to laugh. Now, both times, it's like, should you be doing that? It's really a douchey move. But, yeah. I, I mean, I think that if the bouncer would have just went over to or the doorman would have went over to him and said, hey, you know, your experience, albeit, you know, we understand you're having fun, just dial it down to like an eight. Yeah. Because, you know, you're, you're sort of annoying everyone else and it's it's obnoxious. Yeah. But he just wasn't willing to. He had no problem confronting us and act, you know telling us to be yeah. quiet. But had we weren't the problem. And this guy was jovial because the funny part is after the whole thing, we basically went up to him outside and Ben and his brothers were like, "Hey, look! It's the guy who had the best time at the comedy club." And we took a picture with. Did him. I say take a picture with me? Or something like that. Because I remember he was like, like hey, he, can you take a picture? I think he wanted a picture with Nick DiPaolo. And I, I did. Like, no, I was he, like, let me take a picture with you, dude. Or oh, something yeah. Like that. Maybe that. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. And then you, your brother piled in around. And he I remember said, I started putting my arms yeah. around him and stuff. And he's like, oh, hey. And you're like, hey, this guy had a great time, obviously. He had the best time. And sort of like, I uh, sort of shovel a little shit his way or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, he just... The dude was so oblivious to how annoying he was. And I don't think he really even cared. I mean, it, the no. show was over by that time. But I just want to say this. My favorite part of the entire thing was... Oh, so right before Nick DiPaolo goes on, your your brother goes, oh, man, it's amazing. He goes, you know what? <laughs> this guy keeps his mouth running, his stupid laugh, and he goes, I can't wait till Bill Burr gets on the stage and slams this guy. <laughs> oh, that's right. And myself and your brother, Nate, and my brother are looking at each other like, what? And it was I, just, I just thought, oh, maybe it was like a tongue-in-cheek, like, oh, I thought maybe what your brother meant was if Bill Burr were here, this would not be happening. Like Bill, Bill Burr so would let funny. this dude have it. Yeah. No, like he would not put up with this oh, okay. bullshit. Yeah. He would call this guy out first thing. And that's what he did mean. However, he thought Bill Burr <laughs> was going to be at Zany's. Yeah. And that's why we were here. We were here to see. <laughs> so your brother, Nate goes, Hey, wait a second. Did you just say Bill Burr? And he goes, and your brother goes, yeah, man, Bill Burr. And he goes, dude, Bill Burr is not going to be here. This not is Nick DiPaolo. And Mark goes, Nick DiPaolo. Who's that? And he looks up a pic. I, I point to Ben and I see your brother. He's like scrolling through his Google on his phone and he's typing in Nick DePaulo so he can see what he looks like. And he goes like out loud. He goes, real nice. He goes, now you invite. He goes, now I'm forced to see this, the, the unfunny guy from Louie. <laughs> oh, and right. he goes, this he, is going to suck. Did he call us a name too? Yeah, like, I, I don't know. But he, he was like, yeah, thanks a lot, assholes. You have ruined my <laughs> night watching the unfunny guy from Louie. And I was like. Dude, I don't know where Nick, because like at this point he's like probably approaching the stage to to come up there, yeah. you know. And I'm just like, oh, here we go. So Nick DiPaolo hit the stage. <laughs> Sometimes I, I, when you when you go to the beat of your own drum, it drowns <laughs> out the, the truth that other people tell you. Like like we're going to see Nick Nick DiPaolo, not Bill Burr. Uh, you know, in his defense, uh, I was trying to. T- we were talking about comedy on the way up there, and I was trying to tell him about the. Um, I saw a thing on YouTube from 
I had heard about it on Joe Rogan's podcast about uh, Bill Burr had an infamous um, stand-up night in Philadelphia where a couple, I think maybe Joey Diaz, a couple other people had gone up before him and just, just ate shit, right? I guess the whole crowd was just booing and heckling and being assholes. And Bill Burr saw two pretty good comedians before him get just, you know, eat. No as, response. As Paul Verzi would right. say, eat a dick on stage. So Bill Burr came up and was just like, no, you're not doing that to me. So he went up there and just right away was just like, fuck the Phillies. You know what? The Flyers ain't shit. And just fuck your Liberty Bell and just right. attacked them. I was trying to explain to them how funny it was. And I saw on YouTube and I failed miserably because they're both like, yeah, uh, Sounds awesome. Yeah, we'll check it out. And they both right. were saying how stu- how they're like, I don't really like mean comedians. I'm like, no, right. no, you don't understand. So I'm trying to sell them on this YouTube clip. So we talked about Bill Burr for probably 15 minutes. So maybe he had that in his head. But yeah, but he was out loud with people that paid to scenic to Paolo. Oh, the unfunny guy. Fuck this. Thanks, you guys. But I afterwards, I asked him, I said, were you... Uh, now are you happy, you know, because I, I, I definitely, I guess part of my thing was when he said that, it sort of like bothered me, not because I was mad you said that, but I was like, man, I, I, I hope he's not not going to have a good time now because honestly, <laughs> I, I love Nick DiPaolo and it would bother me if somebody didn't enjoy it. I don't know why. It just would because I want everyone to have a great time. Well, yeah, it's like you, you know? go see a band you like and people right. aren't into it. It's- and he was like right in the beginning, which, you know what, dude, I'm like that all the time, so I understand, like I probably make other, do that to other people. Probably. And it really bothered me <laughs> that he yeah. said, bothered me for the sake of like, man, right. I hope this guy doesn't get bummed he out loved and have it, a though. shitty Nick time. was awesome. Dude, he was great. One of the best stand-up performances from top to bottom. I didn't stop laughing. In fact, I made laughing noises I've never heard myself make before. I <laughs> really? I had to take my glasses off like six or seven times because <laughs> I was crying. I mean, I I've been there. I've I've talked about this before. I've seen, I saw Gilbert Godfrey there like two years ago. I saw Richard Lewis there. Um, I, I, in the last couple of years, I've seen Paul Verzi, I've seen Bill Burr. I've seen, I've seen a lot of good, of good big name comedians. And this was absolutely right up there. If not better than, you know, I mean, it was top of the line. I don't think it could have been better for I don't me. Know it was I, everything I wanted it to be. I don't know. I don't usually see a ton of comedians that, that I've never heard of or anything like that, but, uh, he looked so comfortable on stage. Like as soon as he walks up, you see like. It's almost like, um, you know, like when you're watching a movie and the cops go to a scene and the FBI takes over and they right. go, we'll take it from here, boys. Right. Like, like we got it now. It almost seemed that way when he grabbed the mic. It was like, oh, oh, this dude's in control. Right. Like the moment he grabbed the mic, it was sort of like, this is my stage now. Buckle up, sit the fuck down. Like, I, I really liked how you you could just tell. Like, you can see. Who's confidence. Yeah. It's like when someone walks into a ring and they, they look like they're ready to fight. He lo- had that look. I was like, oh, man, this is going to be Like good. that Mike Tyson look like, you're going to be the first person to look away, not me. <laughs> yeah. and, and the funny thing is, very first thing he says, this guy starts laugh, doing that laugh again, and he, he everybody gets quiet because I think everyone in the club was like, like oh, here seconds. it goes. And he, yeah, and he go, and it, it was funny because he goes, hey, thanks a lot. Like, like sarcastic. Like, really, dude? I mean, take it down a lot. He's like, what am I wearing? A funny shirt? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Because we were both going like, as soon as a seasoned comic gets up here, they're going to hear that and go, what's going on? Right. But what do you do? Do you say, hey, don't laugh? Right. Well, if you're if you're a comic, what do you do? You know what I mean? <laughs> it seems counterintuitive. Yeah. Sure. Do you tell a guy like, hey, stop enjoying my joke so right. much? Honestly, what do you do? But I, get, I stopped caring because at that point I was laughing so loud and our, every, everyone was laughing he so loud that that guy just in. sort of like, whatever, whatever, you know, I didn't yeah, blend into a sea of a sea of voices at, at, at eventually. And then, you know, obviously there was a girl talking up front 
And that made it perfect because I was like, great, he's going to get the rail on this chick a little bit. It, he, he gave me every single part of everything I know about his comedy. Like, we got we got a little bit of everything. That would be a good, like, Mark Maron-esque question. You know, like, the next stand-up we get that can do, like, a bit on our show or whatever. Uh, what do you do when someone's not heckling you, but they're enjoying it so much that it's screwing up your timing and your cadence? And, you know, there's a rhythm. Like, you're setting up and you're going, like, ah, you know, the world's too PC these or days. Or when, I mean, do, when does it? Everyone's worried about, you know, you can't say this and, you can't, you know, you can't talk about women. You can't talk. And the guy's like, oh, I talk about women. Like, does that screw, when you're delivering it, does it throw you off? You know what I mean? It's like but, you're trying to throw your jab and some guy's head is getting knocked <laughs> back and you're like, you're not understanding. Why is he getting, you know what I right. mean? Like, why am I knocking this dude out with a jab? Well, it's confusing. Don't me. you remember? There was a Seinfeld episode where Kramer brought the, that loud redheaded chick <laughs> and exactly the <laughs> yes. same thing happened. And then she started booing him? She, no. Well, it, she it, it was, him. yeah, she was, she was like laughing hysterically like, oh my God. <laughs> you're hundred percent right. And then afterwards, yeah. I think he was, he got mad at her and was like, I'm putting a show here. <laughs> like this is not a sort of yeah. what Nick said was like, dude, this is a one man show. I don't, we're not we're not working in a, we're not a team. You shut the fuck up already. <laughs> Men definitely hit the remote button more than women. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Men, see, men don't care what's on TV. Men only care what else is on TV. Oh, that's it. Right on, right on. Yeah. <laughs> see, women, uh, women really want to see what the show is before they change the channel. Oh, oh, that is so true. Yes, yes. <laughs> that's why men hunt and women nest. <laughs> Nick DiPaolo was uh he was super cool after the show though yeah because you were like dude he just rushed right out of here is he like taking off and I was like he's going out to smoke and uh he just hung out there not only was he signing everybody's stuff and taking pictures even when most of the people went away he was like still just like yeah I'm kicking it yeah uh, he, he absolutely great. I mean we walked away from him it wasn't even like I mean he was still standing out there when we walked away it wasn't like he was like okay well I talked to a couple people I'm out of here so I mean. I was, dude, I was afraid I did that thing. Like, Corolla and his show talks about when people go to shows and, like, women will go to shows and after the show they'll go like, oh, my husband really loves you. Like, and not really my cup of tea. Right. Like, I don't, you know, I'm not a big fan. Not for me. And they mention it three dude, or four times. Dude, all Dave does is talk about you. I mean, I, you're all right. <laughs> well, no, I was afraid I, I didn't, I, I accidentally said it. I didn't mean it to come out that way. But I went right after The Black Undertaker. I was right after that, right. dude, because I was like, my arms around him trying to take pictures and be stupid. So I didn't know, like, Icebreaker. So what I said was, like, oh, I don't love you as much as that dude. But uh, it was a great set, man. Thanks for coming out. I, I loved it. But I, I was like, shit, did that come out as, like, <laughs> did that come out as, like, oh, I don't think He thought you were pretty good. I thought like, you were mediocre. Yeah, like, meh. You know what I mean? I was afraid I came out, like, like pompous. And I was like, no, no, no. That wasn't at all what I meant. But uh, I'm, I, I, know it's for, funny I know for a fact he didn't give a shit. It's funny because I wonder if these guys understand that. When you're walking up and and you're gonna say something to them, you're all they don't they the pressure is off of them. I mean, they just basically have to respond to you or take a picture. Yeah. But you're trying to come up with a quirky, funny line as like an intro because the guy that came before me was a Puerto Rican dude that had been sitting up front and and Nick was doing some banter with him during the show. Oh, that's and, right. And, that's right. And, and like made fun of him and his girlfriend or whatever. And the that guy goes, "Hey, it's me. I'm the Puerto Rican guy." So then I walked up next and I said, "Yeah, I'm not Puerto Rican." And he, it, 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 yeah, and he, just, he, yeah, he, he just sort of like you know whatever. But that's, that's funny. it's funny like because that. you're you're thinking in line like as you come up, it's like, like I got I, I got to make this dude. La- I mean, this is somebody who I think is one of the greatest of all time. So 
and nothing would make me feel better than to make this person laugh. Yeah. No different than when me and me and my wife went to go see when we saw Bill Burr in Indianapolis, and as we're coming up, she's like, "What do I say? What am I going to do? Should we ask him if he's going to hang out after the show?" And I'm like, "There was a lot of people there." I go, "I'm sure every single person's like, where are you going tonight?'" And she literally, I don't know if you heard this when I talked about it originally, hmm. but she bear hugged him and picked him up off his feet. Did she really? Yes. She like would, she was so excited. She was crazy on yeah, him? Yeah, she, she hugged him <laughs> and was like, you know, did the, I'm going to love you and hug you and squeeze you to death. Really? And like literally put him up on his tiptoes. She was like Elmira from, from like Tiny Toons or Looney yes. Toons or whatever. Yes. Like little hearts all around her. So he was like, she's like, hey, where are you going afterwards? We should hang out. And he's like, yeah, we, we haven't made any plans yet. So, uh, and then he was like, I'm stepping over to the bar. They, they, they did a thing like, um, if I remember right, like at, when I went to see Corolla, they have like one of his, his people grab your phone. And they just take the picture for you. They make sure it's a good picture. So you don't have like what me, when I was like, how do I work this phone? How do I work yes. this phone? So smart. That's smart. That way you just go and you look up your Nothing number. Nothing pissed me off worse. I went to, when I went to see Marin with, uh, my brother, um, he he took a, a blurry picture of me, and I was like, "God damn it!" Because oh, I made dude. sure I took a good picture of him, and it was it wasn't his fault, but it was sort of like we were in a rush, and yeah, you know, when you walk out in the the, the actual room you were just in is super hot, and then the, the area you walk out to is cool. The camera takes a couple seconds to adjust when you pull it out of your pocket from the fog or whatever. Well, yeah, also, and it's he like just like focused on like the fabric of the inside of your pocket. So yeah, yeah so that that sort of bummed me out, but. Oh, that's crazy! But ultimately, dude, I can't. I think Nick said it had been years and years since he'd been in Chicago, and I, I would tell anybody, man, if you get an opportunity, yeah, he one did of the say best it. shows around, absolutely worth it. I remember I mean, talking to some guy, and he was like, "Yeah, I don't know. Like, honestly, I started in the late. What is he? I started in the late eighties or nineties. What is? He? He's like, yeah, so two thousand, and I mean, it's, he hadn't been here in years. Which I'm really glad you made us go, or you know, suggested it." to go because you were going to be fired if, if you <laughs> <laughs> well that's the first reason i'm glad uh but no it was like i didn't know it was that rare you know what i mean of a sighting he's like bigfoot in chicago how, like, how no long... one's ever got a, an unblurry photo of him very true oh and I, I got me one. i got now one i got a massage what do you mean oriental no no, no. it wasn't oriental and by, by the way everybody always says that too the day that I do... You're get, still going to say no either way? The day I do get an actual massage... At this point, the foreplay is so high. By the time I get an, a, a massage and an oriental... That's, I don't, that's not proper, right? No. Okay. <laughs> no. Let me start over. The day I get a massage and, uh, and a woman of Asian descent walks in the room, I, I'm, I don't know. If, I'm just probably just going to drop trial right there. <laughs> I don't, like, I don't know what else to do. Like, totally respect. You can, how many years can you wait for that to happen and be... I don't want to say let down because that would be unfair to the Eastern European girl right. that did it. But uh, yeah, what I was trying to, I was telling you earlier a little bit before we recorded off mic, as it were. Um, my wife had some procedures done. She had a biopsy done and all this stuff, and everything's fine. My wife's not sick, but there was like a a cancer scare. And you said you've had about twelve cancer scares yeah, a year. Since pretty much. You were, yeah. How old? <laughs> yeah, that's my since you were twelve. Uh, yes. All the time. She had one of those things where it's like, oh, they found a lump or you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So they do a biopsy. And I was like, that's not going to be you. You're fine. You're not You're not sick. You don't have cancer. So it was very like aloof. Like we didn't uh, get down about it, which is why I didn't mention it to you. But when you have any biopsy done, they give you a certificate. It's good for like a massage. Or From a- her doctor? Because I, ha- I, ha- I had a biopsy done before and they didn't give me shit. They didn't give you nothing? No. Oh, that's weak, dude. Give but me some stitches. From her. <laughs> from her doctor they give you a thing and it reminds me of that like um like on the simpsons one of the very first 
seasons, he, he thought he was sick or going to die. And he had, like, that one day where he was trying to knock everything out. Mm-hmm. Well, it was, like, they give you that pamphlet. It's like, so you're going to die. Like, here's the <laughs> right. things you got to do. Well, they basically go, you had a biopsy. In case it's bad, here's a massage. That ought to help you out. You know what I mean? And in defense of them, it does. Any rate, she got one. She's fine. She doesn't like massages, which I told her was dumb. I've like, never had a massage. So. You've never had one? Mm-mm. Have you refused one? No, never, never came. You know what? I won one in Mexico. How old are you? Thirty. I'll be thirty-eight in You've a month. Never thirty-eight years. It never occurred to you to do that. Oh, it that? occurred. No, I just didn't. Re- I, Dude. Well, I won one at a pool. You know, one of those games at a resort where I had to like guess that <laughs> they played like the beginning of a theme song for a team, and of course, I I dominated. Yeah. So they gave me a free massage. I just gave it to my wife. We were, you were like, press your luck. Yeah, I mean, right away, uh, dude. It was it was it was insane. Like the guy, they were everyone was just like, let's just could we start a new game? And this guy's not playing. We'll just give you the thing already. Pressure like parentheses, no whammy. Yeah, all I'm right. The, I'm in the pool the and now. I get out to get the certificate, and they all look at me and they go, mm, "We understand why you won your first day out today." It's funny that you relate to my brother Nate so much because I was talking about this to him the other day, and he's like, "Yeah, I never have one either. Like, I don't want one. like what? Who the, who the hell? Do, you, my know, wife, my brother? Who doesn't want one? It's just, they're amazing. Know. Yeah, I'm bad. I'm bad too, dude. They're the best thing ever. I've had one by." widest range of masseuses you can have uh not a dude though well that's not that right really well the widest range of women you can have i mean i'm pretty sure one time i got one i don't want to say she was 100 (laughs) but i'm gonna say she was no spring chicken all i'm gonna say is she thought fdr was one piece of ace (laughs) but uh yeah so my wife didn't want it so i gave her a couple opportunities she still didn't take it so finally i'm like i'm gonna do this i'm off let me schedule it. So I go in and... Uh, They're like, my condolences, sir. Right, right. Well, that's the thing. I was thinking about it because I'm using this gift certificate. <laughs> and I'm like, do they know? Like, do they know that, like, why I'm here? Because all I did was say, hey, I want an appointment. I didn't say, I want an appointment. It's for the Feel Bad For Me Because I Have Cancer right. Foundation or makeup, something like that. I just scheduled it. But I'm thinking, like, are they going to ask me for the money up front? And are they going to be like, oh, I'm sorry, sir, come this way? Or are they going to not say that because they think I have cancer and they think that'll hurt <clears> things? <throat> I've told you about when I went tanning. <laughs> I've told you about, uh, if you guys haven't heard that episode, um, I, I get in my head a little bit when it comes to stuff like this and I get really weird. <laughs> so I, I'm already like a ball of nerves at the front at the front uh, desk. And this this woman comes by. She had an accent. Like, New Jersey. <laughs> I usually pride myself in knowing what I'm hearing when it comes to people's accents. But I wasn't sure if it was like a Russian, like a, like a European thing, or there was a, a hint of Spanish on it. I wasn't sure. Or just fake. It's like or, Brad Pitt's accent. In, <laughs> in, uh, like uh, Snatch. Like Snatch. <laughs> She's like, no, no, for me, it's from a Matt. <laughs> right. She's partially a periwinkle blue. <laughs> a caravan. Um... So they had me fill out the thing, which has the, you know, have you ever had this? Have you ever? Had... They ask all these questions that it's like, look, you're going to go there and you're going to put some oil on me and you're going to. Right. The... You don't need to know all this other stuff. Yeah. It really has no consequence. You don't need to know. Yeah. <laughs> Was I ever a Catholic altar boy? That's right. none, of, it's none of your business, I say to them. So I write down none of your business in the thing. It was like the tanning thing. I'm like. How much clothes do I wear? Do I take all my shit off? If I do, is that weird? If I don't, is, is that weird? So the woman comes in. Thankfully, it wasn't the super old lady this time. But uh, she comes in and she's like, and she tells me, okay, you know, hi. She introduces herself. 
She says, and you can just, you know, the towel's here, the bench is here. And if you've never had one, they have these wonderful benches where you put your face in. You lay <sighs> you lay prone. No, it's awesome. I just feel that somebody else's greasy face has been in No, no, no. There's like, uh, you know when you go to the hospital and they have like that uh, paper? paper or something? How comfortable is that? Uh, no, I don't think there is paper. But it's not. No, there's something. There's some kind of thing that they remove. Because they don't just have a, a dude lay down. Like and get oil or no, no, there's something, but but I don't remember it being uncomfortable like paper, so my memory's failing me. But it's got the whole like um like when you fight, uh like like Olympic boxing and mm-hmm. you have like the super headgear. It's like that, like your head goes in it and you lay down. Well, she says go ahead and do that, and she's like, and you can get down, uh you know you can put your clothes here if you want to leave your underwear on. That's fine. And I'm already like I don't even like talking about it. This is awkward. So I leave my my underwear on, you know on. So I, I lay down. She comes in and does the thing. Why are you winking? Hmm? Nothing going. <laughs> well, she, 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 she comes in and she's like, is there anything in particular? And I tell her, yeah, like my left hamstring, I run sometimes. So it's tight. And I'm trying to, I only do this once in a while. I want to take full advantage of it. If you can, apparently, if you can, if you can break something loose, do that. I have the whole thing oh, wait, done. Just, just real quick. Are we in, talking in code? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> if, hey, look, if you don't know, you don't know. <laughs> okay, go on. But there comes a point in time where she like goes up to the back of my knee and then says, like, I can't go any higher because you left, you know. Oh, that was my, a thin that was layer head. of cotton on you. Yeah, because you left <laughs> that on. And I'm I'm like, but now I feel super weird. Like, oh, was I supposed to? Oh, you know what? I bet you it's, you know what I'm like, saying I all, bet you it's, just... it's their... What? Because they feel like Is that that's code? your comfortable, that your comfortability level. Like, if you would have taken your underwear off, she would have been like, "Well, I'll just do whatever." But because you left it on there, maybe she felt like, "Oh, he's a little bit reserved; doesn't want me to go any further." You're saying I would have lost my virginity if I would have taken my. It's 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 quite possible. Is that the code? It must be because I, I left it on. She's like, "Oh, this dude's not, yeah." Because he's not I think because she, she says to you, "I would go further." However, you're. You're, you're, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I can't because you're pant. But it's like it's a, it's a thin layer of cotton. I'm assuming you wear cotton underwear, yeah, satin, yeah. whatever. A but burlap it, sack, <laughs> whatever. It's a, it's, it's like you couldn't work. It's through a forty that. thread count. You can't work through that. Well, that's why I felt weird about it. So then I'm like, oh well, when you left the room, you said like keep it okay. So I was like, well, I just they got like legs on them, you know what right. I mean? So I just I hike them up, boxing and then, briefs, because yeah, because I'm trying to just work the hamstring. I'm, I'm trying to not make it weird, right. you know what I mean? Although I'm sure it's I've made beyond it super weird at this weird. point. I'm trying not to, so I'm like, yeah, I will just hike them up. <laughs> and now I feel like like one of those dirty movies where like the like the you're getting a little more confident. Yeah, well, it's one of those things where like I don't, I'm not even gonna say what it's like, but I, I'm, so I'm like, I'll just pull the leg up and you can work. I'm trying to not make this dirty because I legitimately do have a sore hamstring. I really want you to. To, to hammer fist it, you know, the thigh, the thigh. <laughs> Stop yourself. So everything else goes fine. It's wonderful. But um, the whole time, if you've never had a massage, no, you've never. <laughs> that had sounds one. like I'm really glad. But, I no, listen, listen. I suggest you do because they are amazing. But uh, the whole time, you you are just the whole. When I'm not relaxing, which is the majority of the time, I'm making sure I don't fart because. You're trying to relax, right? And someone's just shoving their thumbs up your back or their elbows or what have you. When you get relaxed, what do you do? You're just relaxed. You're laying there. I can't get relaxed, though, if I can't see peripheral see or behind me what's going on. Like, I get real, but what real you, paranoid. What do you think's going to go on? I don't know, man. What Be- could Better people than me. You ever seen, have you ever seen The Godfather? <laughs> Mo Green. That's exactly oh, how he we went out. That's so I'm true. feeling like, hey. But if there's one exit. 
in my case, there was one door, and I'm, I'm basically staring at it when, if I lift my head. Yeah, that's what happened. Mo Green looked up and got shot right through the he red glasses. Look, he did look right at it. Right. Me. Son of a bitch's left eye. Oh, yeah. Well, see, oh. see, you know, and I know I'm no Mo Green, but you know what? There, I, 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 it's just. But you never know. Yeah, there may be a lesser right. godfather after you. There may be somebody <laughs> bad. I don't have any of those concerns. I let him go. It was fine. Everything was good. It was enjoyable. I tried not to fart. I didn't. I didn't get. Uh, I didn't. I didn't fart the entire time. So nobody checked the uh, the legitimacy of your cancer scare. Well, anytime I get a massage, if no, I, I mean nobody if asked I don't, you. Well, if I don't fart and I don't get a boner, I I consider that a success. I didn't embarrass myself. Maybe I got relaxed. Well, dude, I mean, aren't, aren't you laying on your stomach the whole time? Yeah. So what would it matter? Anyway? How's that gonna stop me? Well, that, no one would even. You saying she wouldn't know? Yeah. Hmm. Well, no, no, I wasn't. A, <laughs> not the. <laughs> she may still know, but not the whole time. There's a time when you flip over. First of all, these they, are professional, man. I, I'm assuming they they've seen you know they've seen it all. Right. Which is why I shouldn't be so up my head. Same as same as like with the tanning place. Like people have probably done the weirdest things ever there. Uh, I'm not one of them. I don't but, consider the girl who cleans a tanning booth a professional though. Not at all. So not even you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's of course a, that's I don't a say. Why do you think I freak out? No, that's different though. I'm, I'm a, a person who physically puts their hands on you to relax yeah. you. Like this is the first. Seen, yeah, you're not going to be the first guy that has you know that falls in love or that you know whatever. Yeah, but the girl that comes in the so if I rip like to, a juicy beaver, she's like that's not the first one person that's ever. Done you know what's that. funny because my wife was telling I was talking. She asked me to do yoga before with her, like a, you know one of these classes or like Pilates or something. She's like, oh, you should come, and I'm like, dude, it would be so crazy. Because, you know, I go, what if somebody, you know, what if you're just relaxed and you farted? And she's like, there was a chick who farted during class. And, like, everybody just sort of, like, laughs a little bit and they move on. It's like there's no... Uh... My wife did the exact same thing. What? My wife and her friend did a yoga class. I think when, I don't know if she's pregnant or not, but she did a yoga class. And uh, she said somebody was just, like, busting ass. Like, 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 out loud or just it smelled? Out loud. Like, it was obvious someone was just busting ass. She said not a word, not a peep. Everyone was just like, no. I You're saying, man. Like, I didn't hear that person just shit his pants. Didn't happen. I couldn't do that. Not in my world I, I where I am right now. I couldn't do it. But, you know. you know. I make a lot of jokes, but it was super enjoyable. When I'm not wearing my partner getting a boner, it was super <laughs> enjoyable. So, <laughs> uh, I, I get down and she's like, all right, I hope you feel better. Thanks. She walks out. But I haven't tipped, right? Because how am I going to? I'm getting a massage. Well, I get up and we're walking in the hallway and she's showing me out. And I'm not going to say where because I don't want to get anyone in trouble. But. It doesn't said, sound like anything happened that would get you in trouble. Right? Um, no. Why would anybody well, be in trouble? Well, 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 I'll explain why. Because we walk out and um, I say, hey, can I, um, you know, can I give you a tip? You know, cause, well, here's because I pay with a gift certificate. So imagine the person who you're gonna go with that. Don't eat yellow snow bit. Well, <laughs> I was like, uh, don't eat candy without a wrapper, kid. <laughs> Great, my hamstring feels feels like shit. Uh, but no, I I I didn't want to be the guy that pays with a gift certificate and also doesn't tip. Like that means I just showed up. I gave nothing. Uh-huh. I didn't even have a biopsy. That wasn't even me. Right. They, they don't know that, and I don't know that they don't know that yet. But I don't I want to be the guy who shows up and does nothing other than get a massage. So I say, you know, can I tip you? And she's like, unfortunately, we are a no-tip establishment. And I go, hmm. But she kind of gave me a look like, oh, like this. Uh, yeah, don't say it in front of these people. Take my- well, there was, I kind of said it, hush, hush. You know what I mean? But uh, she kind of said it like, and she gave me like this look like, yeah, let's see. You know, you're not supposed to. Uh, so I go, well, 
what if I left something in the room when I got dressed and I need to go back and get it? And she was like, no, nah, I'm not doing some weird code. Right. But I kind of am, you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely. So I like, what are. if I left something back there? And she goes. Like a severed head? She goes, well, <laughs> you know, if you left something, you did. So I had to walk back there and I put the money underneath her iPod, which she was using for the music. But uh, What kind of music? Enya? Ah. Uh, like some Enya, new age. Yanni. Yeah, something like that. And I was like, it was anything you find on Spotify when you go into the sleep category. It was that kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't know. It was cool. It was weird, though. I, I felt um, I felt a little weird. Like, I didn't want to not tip. What kind of tip did you give? What kind of tip? Yeah. Like, how much? Yeah. 20 bucks. Okay. And what was it? What was the, it was free. A free massage. It was free. And then, well, then when I leave, the woman was like, oh, that'll be, I think she said 60, 60 bucks. I think. Why you make the face? That's normal, right? I don't know, but so you had to pay? Well, no, she said 60 bucks. And then I pulled the, oh, I might have ball cancer. Oh. So, no, I gave her the thing and I was like, uh, yeah, I, I That have sucks this. for anybody who's not dying of cancer, but for me, it will be free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, well, there was a biopsy that happened. Thanks for being so insensitive. I started taking like ownership of the cancer. I was like, I got seven days to live. You're going to say 60 bucks? Listen here. Listen, you know what? I'm going back in there. I right. want another rub down. I feel tense because you missed time. Such, the underwear is because you were off. such a bitch. I'm going back there, but no. So I gave her the thing, and then she looked at it and she was like, "Oh, okay." She almost made me feel shitty. Yeah, because she's like, "Guess we're taking this one on the chin." Well, thank God I don't have cancer. What if I did? Fine. What's it? Her problem? She's running a business. Yeah, but I got two months to live, and all I want is a massage on my way out. And you're gonna be a cunt about it. <laughs> Listen, listen. We got a lot of. That might be the first C bomb ever dropped on uh, Hey My Man uh, Airwaves. Congratulations. I'm going to die in in two months, and you want to be a jerk about it? That's what I say. So, yeah, I don't know. You're a good tipper. Well, am I? I don't know. 20 bucks? I don't know. I mean, $20. It's a $60 massage. So, I mean, that's what? Like, that's got to be 30%. I mean, over, definitely over 20. Well, what did you do? Say, give me change? I had a 20 on me. Just put it on a, well, I look at it this way. When's the last, next time it's going to happen? Like, I don't know. It sounded like you've gotten a lot of massages before. Handful. Hmm? Yeah, what once, does that once mean? Twice, Is that some kind of code? Handful is also code, yes. <laughs> once or twice a year, it'll be. So here's the thing. you got to keep doing it so it's not awkward. Because if I keep, say, if I go to, if I go to the same place, then it won't be weird. It'll be right. like, I can enjoy it. And I won't be like, uh, hey, maybe I'll just start letting them go. Maybe we'll get. Maybe I'll get so comfortable that I'll just smell the room up, you like I do my know. own bedroom. It'd be awesome. You never know. Attention, citizens of Crescent City and the rest of the world. At the end of a long, hard week, we can all use a little break, a little escape from the madness. Tune in Friday, six to eight, and lock yourself into the fallout shelter. I'm your host, Jason Fallman. Join Cousin Ray and I as we read your tweets, respond to Facebook posts, take calls. Listen to all types of quality music while trying to laugh about this crazy world. It's the Fallout Shelter, Crescent City's most interactive radio show. Friday nights, 6 to 8 on KFUG Radio, 101.1 FM, and streaming online on Just zip them and tuck them back up. That's not the only tip I gave this week. Is that code? Yes. All right. <laughs> it's good for garbage man 
Okay. When's the last time you tipped your garbage? Never. Man? In fact, I would like to. Uh, <laughs> I, I tried to get my garbage man fired on several occasions. Didn't you see the picture I tweeted out with my garbage cans? I remember you doing an unacceptable to Paul Verzi, <laughs> yeah. where you were like, "Fuck my garbage man!" Or, or dude, me, me and this guy, and he's got you know the haircut where you shave both the sides and then you pull the back in a ponytail. That people used to have in the dirthead days. I refer to that as the Phil Anselmo Pantera haircut. That's that's what this guy has. He still rocks it. My buddy's Dan biggest a- This guy's a biggest asshole ever. My so, buddy, your garbage man has that. Oh yeah, he's a huge asshole. Like really? we, I've had to, we we've we've squared off before several <laughs> times. I've chased him down the street. I mean, it's gotten. Are you sure he's not my my Polak buddy Dan Lopat? From it's, is he? You think he's from St. John at all? He's blonde. I don't know if that does that get no, me any closer. That makes him less Polish. Yeah, this guy's an idiot. No. So uh, no, I've never tipped him nor whatever. Well, I, uh, you know, this is the first time I financially endorsed my garbage man like that. I. What happens is every every Monday night, if you don't put your trash out, we don't have alleys where I live, so you have to put them in the front. You know, I when I grew up in Hammond, it was, it could be in the alley, and even if you. Ha- you can't miss it for one because everything's out there. And if something happens, worst case scenario is just in the alley. Don't get it later. Well, where I'm at now, I mean, if you miss it, it's a big deal, dude. I got two kids in diapers, man. Right. It's a big deal. Like your trash, you. I can't afford another week. It gets. You have to get, drop it off at the park. I've literally had to put. I've literally had to put it in the trailer and take it to like the city right. dump thing and be like, or or find a dumpster, which is more cost effective right. to you know dump, but that's still a pain in the ass right sure well um i missed it i mi- i missed the whole the whole deal like i i went i came back from work i forgot to do it so i got my wife and kids in the car we were, i think we we're going somewhere i don't know we we're going to do some family thing well my wife's talking about like ah oh, you missed it you missed it and when i get to the stop sign at the end of my house i see the garbage man across the street from the elementary school he's at the other corner and i'm like Man, I should just I should just grab that dude and just tell him like, hey, I'll pull my stuff out. You know, I'll pull my garbage out now. Can you get it? But I'm not. And as much as I joke around like on microphone, I'm very weird socially. Like I don't like talking to people. I don't know. I don't want to. I don't like to impose on people. We've talked about like the supermarket. Like if I have, I won't pull out a coupon. I won't. If there's no price tag on it, throw it away. I don't care. I don't like. I don't like bothering people really. You know, unless unless uh. I'm drunk, which is only, what, past noon? So, you know what I mean? Right. So I see the guy, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to stop this dude. I'm going to stop him, and I'm going to tell him, like, hey, can you grab my garbage, man? I'll bring it out here. Well, I just, he ends up just driving right past me. And and I never, I just kept talking about doing it. I was like, yeah, I should stop him. She's like, yeah, stop him, get him. Yeah, I should do that. I should just tell him, like, hey, go to my house and get, yeah, I'd do that. And he drives by, and I'm like, yeah, any, any second now. And I just, I never do, because I feel, I didn't want to impose, right? Well, it's eating away at me. So I get to the stop. I turn right. I see him again. He's down the street. He's still roughly in the area. So I was like, screw it. Screw it. I'm just going to pull over. So I put my hazards on. I pull over and I say, hey, man, I live. I tell him where I live. I live over here. Uh, I forgot garbage day. Can you please just, you know, just get the the stuff? She says, yeah. But before I do this, my wife's like, well, you got to give him some money. How say you? No. You don't tip the garbage man? No. No, he's got. Well, he's he's not driving a pickup truck. He's well, got to take this big no, ass. I, I, he's got I mean, his, first of all, if I was the garbage man, I'd say, "Go ahead and bring the stuff over here, and we'll throw it." How the am truck. I going to bring it over there? He's two blocks from really my care. house. But I can't. Okay, that's, that's where the money comes. No, in. I would not tip the garbage man. So, no. but he's got a very specific route. He How much did you tip him? Hey, hold on. 
He's got a very specific route he drives every day. And for him to go away from that route. Bully for him. He's got he's to gotta alter his set course. Who knows if he's getting monitored. I don't know. I'm asking him to go several blocks out of turn this big. Listen, I can't he, answer he can't this question because this I hate my garbage man so much. 15 bucks. This is, yeah, that's crazy. I give him 15 bucks. That, you know what? It's definitely a nice thing to do, but I'm just saying well, I have such hatred toward my garbage man that he's ruined garbage man for me forever. Well, I wanted to give him five. I said, look, this guy, okay, it's going to basically buy his lunch. He's got to turn around. He's got to go two blocks. and he's got Five he, bucks? Who eats lunch for five bucks? He's a grown Subway, man. Subway. Footlong Club. Let's get. Let's be realistic. How do you, let's did be you realistic. ask him if you wanted a Look, you're gonna throw my trash can away. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm gonna pay for Panera. <laughs> maybe half a salad. Okay. Well, so what I wanted to do, I wanted to give him five bucks. I was like, okay, maybe ten. my wife was adamant. No, give him fifteen. Give him fifteen dollars. By the way, give him fifteen dollars means give him fifteen dollars of your money. By right. the way, it doesn't mean like, right. like hey, here's fifteen dollars I came up with. It's like hey, pay that man fifteen dollars. So then I felt dumb, but I ran up. I gave him fifteen dollars. And I was glad it was worth $15 for me to not have to find a way to get those trash cans into my SUV and right. find a dumpster. Yeah, that's worth 15 bucks, roughly an hour's worth of work. You know what I mean? But We'll see how he takes care of you in the future. Well, do you think now I'm going to get preferential treatment? No. 15 bucks, I don't I, get treatment? I think you should. He actually knew who I was. How? I don't know. That was what was Probably dug through your trash. He was like, yeah, you're the guy, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I said... I think you would have yeah. got better, more preferential treatment if, if you would have had your old lady deal with him. That's probably what I should have done. Right. Because, I mean, would, then she, she could have been she like, I'm him the, so stupid. Right. I forgot. Silly me. Boing. Right. That, right? Yeah. The boing was you what? Ex- exposing her, her breasts? That was, that, was, okay. that was the noise that happens in my mind when her <laughs> boobies come out. <laughs> yeah. Well. What do you do? 15 bucks or your wife pulls her boobs out for a minute? Uh, why, why are you stumbling? I mean, you I don't know. know. Is... Are you asking me which I'd rather? Yeah, sure. I, this guy is not seeing my wife's boobs. <laughs> well, I not the guy with the shaved head. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm normal. I'm fixated. Self-respecting garbage man. Would you rather your girlfriend, your, your wife runs out in a, like a tank top, like I just woke up and says, hey, can you run back and get my trash? Or you spend $15? <laughs> I'd rather spend the 15 What's bucks, What's man. worth more to you? I'd rather you know spend I mean? the 15 Yeah? Bucks. Yeah. Why? They're just, you know, I'm not saying like pull them out and wag them around like old <laughs> I glory. Know. I don't know. I'm talking about like a tank top. I don't know. I guess I, I guess. I'm talking about how my whole wife's family runs around. They don't give a damn. Bohemian. Bohemian. Yeah. It's like, well, why would I wear a bra? What are we going to the ball? <laughs> I'm not Cinderella. What the <laughs> fuck? That's exactly what it's like. <laughs> it so, reminded me of when you told me the other day when we were going to alternate and do the podcast at your house. <laughs> yeah, we got to do that. It's gonna and, be great. And, and she and you said that she goes, "Hey, just so you know, <laughs> I'm not putting a bra on, so you got to keep these guys downstairs." And you thought Unless she you was. Wa- you thought she said like, "Hey, if you guys, if you want these guys to see my boobs, whatever." Well, I thought she specifically said, "Unless you want them to see them titties," like like on a, in a text message that way. And it turns out she was saying, "Hey, I don't want them to, so uh, you need to keep them on the bottom." Oh, she wasn't. I was a couple zombie dusts in, and I think it was like. I think I might have like been inferring a few things, but the point was still there. You know what I mean? The point was still there. I think she was basically saying like, "Look, you guys can record at my at our house, but if they come upstairs, they're probably gonna see my boobs." And I was like, "All right, that's cool because we gotta get the podcast out." Right? The, you know what? I can't make exceptions for everything. So I essentially tipped two people, 
not a bartender, not a waitress. Other than alcohol related, I tipped $35 in like one day. Which, I mean, obviously would pay for a month of Spotify. It would probably definitely Spotify. pay for a month I got of Spotify cable. For like till Christmas. I'm saying, that. but it would pay for a month. Of, imagine all 35 bucks. I mean, how much you could have yeah. done in yeah. a month with 35 bucks. Yeah, I could have bought. How many things could you have rented at the uh, family video? Are we talking kids free movies? Because no. in that case, I mean, good <laughs> Still, lord, good lord, they're free. Yeah, thirty-five movies, I guess. You know I what you know, can't? So I was just throwing money away like it was dumb. You know what you can't rent yet? True Detective season two. Boo. Boo. Yes. Tell no. I mean, like, ooh. oh, boo! You can't rent it. <laughs> I mean, like, boo! Yeah. Tell me your <laughs> your thoughts on. Uh, so what we know so far, the gentleman who wrote the first season will be back for the second season. Um, and this season, obviously it's going to be like, uh, I think we talked about this before every season, they're going to have different, uh, different cast members and a different storyline. They're not, it's not going to be congruous or linear or anything like that. So it's, they're all going to be standalone, different cases, separate caper. Yeah. Different. I I think it's, I mean, they're not necessarily going to be homicide cases. They're going to be, you know, or serial killer cases or whatever. So what we know is, uh, do you think it's going to be dark again? Like, I, mean, I don't is know. it going to be the same, like, like everything is dead? No, I don't, I don't know. You know I, I mean, here's the thing. I, I don't know enough about the, the writer to know, like, what else he's done, if that's like, sort of his style. All right, all right. There probably all, ain't no God. All there. Quentin Tarantino movies are generally the same. They feel the same. They have yeah, the same. Yeah. You know, every song that Brian Johnson sings sounds the same. doesn't matter. Even though the rest of the band also plays the same music behind them. Kevin Smith movies have dick jokes. Same stuff. So I'm assuming that it's it, it's probably going to have the same feel. But the first thing we found out was Colin Farrell was the first person that uh, that had agreed and, and, and joined the cast. How say you? Um, I the only thing that sticks in my head is his awful performance as Bullseye in Daredevil. But the whole movie was was crap from jump. So was that Daredevil? One. There was only one Daredevil. Was, but there was an Electra or some shit, right? Yeah, that was a. Yeah, that's a spinoff Jennifer movie Garner, from that. But it didn't, Daredevil wasn't in that second movie. Electra was in the first. He was movie. in the first one. She Daredevil yeah. and Electra. Yeah. Electra was a, a secondary character in right. Daredevil. Okay. Then she had her own movie, which was also a piece. But he piece was of crap. Bullseye in the first one. Yes, he was Bullseye. That's what stands out to you. That's the like that and SWAT. It was whole I'm trying to think of like career. I'm trying to think of like what other like major things that I that I would remember him from. Uh, just off the top of my head those well, are like, the like two. a sci-fi my, it wouldn't hurt the imdb he has 47 credits as an actor and on imdb and let's take a look and i'll, I'll just i'll just run through these quickly so we don't uh waste way too much time we'll start uh okay we'll start at minority report um he was in minority yes. Report. i'm not crazy phone booth saw it I'll tell you one thing. was kind of cool. Phone booth was all right. I mean, like, all right. I, I, could, I could take it or leave it. But it wasn't bad because of him. The recruit. Um, and I don't remember which one that was. Do you remember the recruit? I thought that was SWAT. No. Daredevil. <laughs> um, SWAT. Mm-hmm. Um, Scrubs. He was in an episode of Scrubs. Yeah, we wouldn't know him from any of this shit. That Miami you Vice. That was, like, probably his big. Uh, Really? Uh, he was a Sonny Crockett in Miami Vice. Um, that was Crazy Heart. He was in that? Yep. Okay. A little cred. Um, then why do we know him so well, then, if he hasn't been... Total Recall. The, okay. The, uh, so, yeah. The, the um, Minority Report and Total Recall. 
saving Mr. Banks. I mean, yeah, it doesn't seem like I mean, he was a big like media darling though. Like he he was like a bad boy that they you know so, they, that was yeah. like his sort of uh, his. His cachet or Where's whatever. Where's this was. douche stigma coming from? Like him or just kind of what's built up? Well, I remember me and Nick talked about this on the podcast a couple of years ago where he had read somewhere, Nick had read somewhere that like, I guess his people basically and Hollywood, we'll call them Hollywood, decided together like, hey, we're going to sort of build this dude's reputation on being a bad boy. And they sort of like planted some stories. and well, He smokes cigarettes guy. on yeah. camera and stuff like that. So, and obviously he's got that look to him or whatever, so. So him, he's supposed to be one of the police officers, as far as I know. Uh, then Vince Vaughn signed on to the cast to be not not one not his partner, but just another member of the cast. Like I guess one of the main stars of of the uh, of the uh, so you season. Be, you think it'll be a detective duo again, like two dudes, and then they'll be well. From what I've seen, they were going. It was supposed to be either th- two guys and a girl, or there was supposed to be a, a fe- or a fe- guy and a girl. So. I think if if I'm not mistaken, they've already really? or they're close to either. I think they already pick uh, uh, Kira Knightley is also going to be in the cast. And then they uh, talked about. I think his name is Taylor Kitsch. He was in Friday Night Lights. He was in um, the uh, Lone Survivor. In the Lone Survivor. Yeah, God, that guy. Did you see that movie? Yeah. I don't want to take us down a wormhole of movies, but did you, <laughs> yeah, it was you awesome. Saw that? Yeah. Wow. So what a movie. I think we probably podcasted about it. I don't know, but I, I didn't see it until recently, and it it stayed with me for days, man. Yeah, it was like weird. I was just thinking about it for days. I agree, hundred percent, absolutely. So, so those are the people that are most likely going to be involved, or some of them are already hundred percent involved. Are you excited about that? Yeah, I don't. What do you think? I just think the writing is so good, and I I'm going to usually I would say like you know with the 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 Batman Affleck or whatever they Aff Affman or whatever the fuck they're calling that whole Aff, thing Badfleck Badfleck Affleck Aff, whatever yeah. I feel like uh, you have to trust at some point you have to trust the writers and the cast I mean they did I would have never thought that Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey would be that great because like Matthew McConaughey I think Woody Harrelson's a great actor I me personally I I think that Matthew McConaughey is sort of goofy. I, I never really looked at him as being that w- that w- he would be great as a straight man for that role. Because I again, I think of him as that Wooderson or whatever from uh, Dazed and Confused. Trying and, to think of whatever what else he was in that was um, that was really serious. Well, he was just in that movie about the uh, the not the, Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah, that was I mean, I, that all happened like in a, a thunderstorm of McConaughey. Like last year was like the year of McConaughey. But I mean, before then, I mean, was he ever real? I don't know. I mean, serious? to me, he wasn't. And I'm not going to look up his IMDb, but I'm just telling you from my personal perspective, I was just mm-hmm. like, ah, you know, whatever. I can take it or leave it. We'll see what happens. He certainly went darker than we've known him, right? No, you know what? He was in a movie where he was like a, he was a police officer and also a, a murderer. I forget For the, the name of it. the most part, though. Yeah. Well, I'm and just saying, like, I mean, yeah. I had zero expectations of True Detective. I was like, well, the premise sounds cool. It's two A-list celebrities that are going to be put together in an HBO show. It can't lose. I had no expectations either. It was just I, like, oh, this show is happening. It. I mean, I watched it from the. I wasn't this one. I got on to right away. Where you know, like I said, The Wire. I was like, two seasons had already passed before I got yeah. in it. But this one, and I. The first two episodes, I was like, man, I really wish it... I, I convinced myself it was great, even though I was like, ah, eh, sort of slow moving. But by episode three and after that point, man, it was like, you know, shot out of a cannon. I'm going to trust in the writers and the people who casted. Hopefully, it's the same, all the same people involved that, that there's no way, no way they would take what they have 
which is so great and in in all the hype yeah and not and not be completely cautious and uh, sure that this is going to be the right decision i do believe that there should be a spot in there for rapaport and i have suggested well, that rapaport that being said. rapaport goodman in uh season 3 so can you imagine no i mean i i, mean, I could yes i don't even dare to i don't <laughs> yes. dare to dream what do you think i don't I mean, dare to dream ultimately about my knee jerk reaction is like Colin Farrell that's the dude that was like hanging out with Britney Spears while she was wearing denim and it make, it turns me off, you know what I mean? And Vince Vaughn is known for to me is known for being like the silly uh Did you see Clay Pigeons though? Yes. Yes. And I saw the cycle remake too, but everybody was awful in that. That's not his fault. <laughs> that's not really I mean Oh, honestly, I, I thought you were saying that as a as a positive. No, like, I mean like that's not his fault. That, right. this, you don't remake Psycho. There's no need for it. Right. You know what I mean? There's just no need. You don't remake Psycho and you don't remake White Men Can't Jump. Those are the two White movies. White Men Can't Jump. Don't, don't you ever remake that movie. I would agree. You, you know what? You don't take Van Gogh and go, oh, I'll, t- I'll add a little paint here. You don't uh, You don't take a dolly. Put, put a you don't take a dolly and go, oh, maybe you should airbrush. You don't, Put a pin in the White Men Can't Jump thing. Just yeah. stick with me for one second. Yeah, I'm with so, you. I'm with you. So bottom line, I mean, obviously... I'm not obviously, but you're. You Need your reaction is like, oh, those are bad. Those are, that's a bad idea. But as it resonated a little bit, um, Colin Farrell has always been to me. He acts just fine. Like I, nothing throws me off about him. But like you said, he has that weird sort of like bad boy douchey kind of stigma. Um, is that, he going to overplay? That it? could work great. You know what I mean? That could work wonderfully. And Vince Vaughn, yeah. Although he's always uh, more often than not. He's the more, uh, you know, comical, fast talking. You know, you know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Follow me, follow me. Talk about. Yes. You know what I'm saying. I like the way you look. I like the way you do that. You know, he's talking real fast. That although Psycho was bad, I think when he has that weird, that comic sensibility, he does. He sort of has that weird. Um, he even does it with his eyes. Like he'll sort of half open his eyes when he tells a joke. He's always a little off. Like a little bit off balance. I think that's you know people like people that he fights with a non traditional style. Well, I mean, even like with uh, what was the, the the goddamn what was the college movie that they did that was so where uh, Frank the Tank, Will Ferrell, old school, oh, old school, old school. Even in that, like he's fast talking, but he's a little bit off. I think it'll work. I well, just do. Let me tell you how HBO describes. The, they already have a synopsis of what it's going to be. So they say three police officers and a career criminal must navigate a web of conspiracy in the aftermath of a murder. Farrell will play Ray Velcoro, a compromised detective whose allegiances are torn between his masters in a corrupt police department and the mobster who owns him, while Vaughn has been cast as Frank Semon, a career criminal in in danger of losing his empire when his move into legitimate enterprise is upended by the murder of a business partner. So... I struggle in seeing him as a bad guy. Who, Vince Vaughn? Yeah, I don't struggle in seeing him as a guy who's conflicted, a good guy that's supposed to be good and doing the wrong thing. I just that's hope, what I see Vince Vaughn. I doing. just hope it, it isn't so like, okay, yeah, okay, this this police officer is sort of like on the edge. He's done some good things. He's done some bad things. He's one of the guys that other cops don't trust so much because he sort of yeah. has a tie to corrupt, you know, to organize crime and dirty cops. It's like, ah, it's just sort of like the same thing we've seen before, but- me, of all people, I'm going to reserve judgment. It can't be worse than Sons of Anarchy. Uh, it can't be worse than what they did to Dexter. So, I mean, it's only up from here. I, I'm, no, I'm, I agree I'm, with you. 100%. I'm so excited about it. You have thing. to. Everyone in it is a competent actor, right? And they're all, I'm sure, fairly smart. 
And we know the writers are real good. So I want anybody who has, I'd like to hear from you guys what you think. So if you hit us up on Twitter and then put hashtag true detective, um, we just like to mix it up with you guys and see what specifically, or how about HMM, Hey, my man, true detective. That way we don't, we don't catch all the other, uh, It'd be tough to find you. Yeah. To see if true detective, <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I would just be interested to see if you guys agree with us or don't agree or Definitely. make it even easier. Give us a call and leave us a message on the uh, voicemail at two one nine two three seven nine zero four zero. Um, in addition to that, you could leave a message about anything you want, whether it be True Detective, whether it be uh, that you agree or disagree about Ben tipping the, uh, the masseuse, the garbage man, or anybody else Ben decides to uh, give money, give free money to. Do you tip a garbage man 15 bucks? I guess I need a little bit of backing on that. Um, while we're talking about voice messages, uh, check this one out. Basically, a buddy of mine who you heard a couple of months ago, uh, I, I put a, a message from him at the top of the show where he was talking about jogging. And what I like to do is uh, I like to just send him text messages that I know are going to piss him off. So that way he will, because he, he always takes the bait and he will leave me some of the best um, messages on my voicemail. So uh, I decided like last week sometime uh, when I knew he was out drinking, it was like the weekend or whatever. Uh, to leave him a message about Bruce Springsteen. And I basically sent him a text message that said, Bruce Springsteen's a pussy. This guy sucks. <laughs> he should you know, he should hang it up. Uh, I think this was on Bruce Springsteen's birthday. So take a listen to this. This is his response to that text message, which came in like three hours later in the middle of the night. That's funny, dude. You let a computer voice message answer your fucking phone, dude? You're not enough of a man? Because how you say you don't like the fucking boss, dude? Answer your fucking phone, dude. Why don't you like the boss, dude? Answer your goddamn phone and tell me. Why don't you like the fucking boss, dude? Why are you scared? You're a pussy? You little fat man? You little fat fucking man, dude? <laughs> Why can't you answer a goddamn and phone, And he's legitimately dude? pissed that I don't like the boss. You know? Fuck oh, you. And wants an answer right now. It sounds it, like it. You can't answer a fucking phone? Let some fucking little does, pussy answer does a he know phone? that it's set up for voicemail? You know? We can't dude, answer this is, you just call my phone. Dude, why are you so important you can't answer a goddamn phone, dude? Why? Why? <laughs> you know? You it's like, like he keeps thinking boss, you're going to pick whatever, up. Dude. Like it's an old why machine. Why you why you like the fucking boss? You little <laughs> pussy, dude? <laughs> explain why you like the fucking boss. Call me up and explain it, dude. I don't know why you don't That's just what I'm tell him. With. I don't know why you don't just tell him why you don't like the boss. I don't know, but what I do like is, uh, again, I mean, there's so many different options of responses that I've gotten from him over the years uh, on how he's going to take my dislike for Guided by Voices or Sounds the like Boss or life. Todd Rundgren or any any other like crappy music artist that he likes and I don't like. Yeah, I believe yeah. if I told him that I, I, I hated Joe Strummer. He might throw a brick through my front window. He's probably just upset because he likes shitty music. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he would definitely... Just hearing that, he may leave you a voice message. You know what, man? Uh, we talked last week about um, how I hadn't seen a lot of movies that I probably should have seen. And about how part of my 80s slash 90s were a, blue, uh, were a blur of mm -hmm. religious uh, overtones. And I, I didn't have time to see a lot of cult classics as I should have. Um, so we talked about it last week and we said, Hey, get a hold of us at Hey My Classics. 
Well, I got a I got a response from uh, Tom, which is at Hey Mercedes, like okay. the car Hey Mercedes with a capital H and a capital M, and he says Goonies, Stand by Me, and Lost Boys. Um, all great movies. Um, absolutely like ever saw, saw all of them. Appreciate all of them, and and would agree with him. Is my childhood uh, devoid of knowledge from these? Not well, I got a huge. I put the same question out on Facebook, and this is a response I got from Scott Reese. He says Red Dawn, mm. and I'm asking him the new Red Dawn or the old Red Dawn. Oh, I, yeah. Obviously, he's talking about the original Red Dawn. I still believe that I like the new Red Dawn as well. I thought it was pretty great. Uh, Thomas McNeely says The Wraith, uh, awesome movie. The Wraith? I know you've never seen that. The Wraith, yeah. I don't know if that is so. Uh, I'm Sorry, going to go down the list. Um, Eddie Fuller says, better off dead and real genius. I wish there was somebody else here that you guys could like gamble. Like, have I seen it or not? Oh, I, you know know I, mean? I, I know you haven't seen any of these movies. Well, the, Wraith, tell you I, what, the Wraith I have not you seen. You chime in. I'm going to read this list and you just chime in when you've seen one. Okay. okay. Yeah, better, the Wraith is no. Better off dead and real genius. Own it on DVD. Which one? Better off dead. You I own seen, it. You know, I, it's just genius. a weird movie. Like somehow one of my family members saw it and it became like a thing. I've seen it a hundred times. What so about Real I Genius? love I love Better Off Dead. I love that movie. Uh, Real Genius. Which one is that? Val Kilmer. They're in like a like a um, him no. and a bunch of other science nerds. No. Are in, it's the answer is uh, no. one of the one Real of the Genius. Yeah, I've seen Top Secret with no, Val Kilmer, no, no. which is great. This is a thousand times. Better. Okay, no. Uh, Bad Boys. Bad Boys, like with Will Smith. Yes, like uh, that was like, uh, uh, Joe Rodriguez says Bad Boys. Agreed. Uh, I love it. Uh, like Great Mike movie. Lowry. Yes, I have seen Bad okay. Boys and Part Two. All right, let's rock and roll through this. We're running out of time here. Yeah. Um, say anything. No. Michelle Quinn. Say anything. Uh, Michael. Oh, Michelle said, "Say anything." Yes. Yeah. Not. Not. Not yet. But it's on the queue. Michael C. Long says, "Trading places." You know what? Um, yes, but in the past year. But thank you, because that's that's a good one. Michael and I C. can't Long. believe how vulgar those movies are. <laughs> By the way, also he says Revenge of the Nerds, which you said you past, didn't see. Past two years. <laughs> uh, Scott Schultman says Weird Science. I'm not going to lie to you. Oh, no. I'm not going to lie to you. I know enough to quote my way through it so people think I have, but I've never seen the full thing. Thomas, I know Neely. how to go like, you're nasty, Wyatt, but, I don't, but I've never seen the movie. And you have no context to put why you even said that. <laughs> I know that Bill Paxton's in it. Uh, and Tom, there's a chick with boobies. Tom McNeely also says The Princess Bride. Uh, since this is Facebook, people are they, uh-huh. they thinking of some stuff and then remembering. And, and Thank you guys for the input, man. Princess Bride and Commando. Commando, I love it. Uh, Lauren, uh, Princess Bride, yeah, a long time ago. Lauren you know probably. lauren desolation says big trouble in little china yes good. okay uh donna s says top gun the last boy scout and ferris bueller's day off i like all of those especially the middle one andy fuller escape from new york mm, i've seen escape from la cousin <laughs> cousin ray from uh the fallout shelter toxic okay. toxic avenger i never no Put it on the queue, man. I'll put it on. Bob Farmer says The Highlander. Not the original, no. (laughs) Michael Schmidt says Stripes. (laughs) Pieces of it. Michael C. Long comes back with Scarface. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My brother says Die Hard, Uh, Raising Arizona. I grew up in Hammond, dude. If you haven't seen Scarface, they kick you the hell out. Die Hard? Well, because your drapes and your tablecloths are made of Scarface. uh, Yes. And Uh, White Sox towels. (laughs) Uh, Die Hard, Raising Arizona, Field of Dreams. Die Hard, my favorite movie of all time. Uh, Raising Arizona, yeah, I've seen it. And Field of Dreams, 
Not the whole. What? Yeah, you know what? I've, I've seen most of it. I, I got to be honest. I think I got bored. But I've, I've seen most of it. Um, A good movie. My though. brother also says anything else by John Hughes, like, you know, Breakfast Club, Weird Science. Obviously, Breakfast Club, yes. Pretty in Pink. No. All right. Uh, Scott Schultman says Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm, the first one? Yeah. I think so, dude. But wow, you know. I think man. so, but it's. Don't try to give yourself. No, I, I have. Is that the one with Johnny Depp? Or is he the second one? Yeah, first one. Okay, yeah, I've seen it. Uh, Porky's? No. Uh, Bachelor Party? No. These are both Scott Showman. Uh, and Tom McNeely comes back with uh, <laughs> Ghostbusters? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so <laughs> from the list that I gave you, and again, I, I'll, I we'll homework. go over this after, we, after we're done podcasting here so you can write it down. Um, you are going to attempt to see, and I've seen all these, so I can, we can talk about it. Mm-hmm. I can, I've seen every single one of these at least five times. So we can definitely, we'll start here. This is my homework, Guys, continue man. to send in more names. You heard the ones we've already said. Uh, we'd love to add them to the list. And so we're going we're gonna to carve out five to seven minutes next podcast or every podcast, hopefully, or you know, every other, whenever we can, uh, when Ben sees one of these movies. And we're going to have Ben in 2014 slash 2015 uh, give us a review of a movie that came out in the 1980s. So, uh, with that being said, um, thanks for listening to episode 77. Did you have anything you wanted to Real add? Real quick, um, on Twitter, Max Powers at Survived by Rats. That's like the mice. Um, he suggested the burbs. I want you to know, uh, Max Powers, that I did rent it, and it's in my car right now. Oh, so that's going to be the first one. Yeah. Well, I saw LA Confidential, because that was the one I told you. That was the thorn in my side. Right. I watched it, and it was okay. Oh. It was okay. Oh, my It was goodness. good. I mean, it was good. Too much hype. Like, I was too excited to see it, so it's hard to see anything. At Hey My Ben. At Hey My Ben. At Hey My Man podcast for me. Um, Check out uh, at Jason Fallman for Jason Fallman, good friend of ours. Anybody else? Um, At Yafet Brodo, which is like Y-A-P-H-E-T underscore B-R-O-T-T-O. That's our buddy Tommy. Um, he recommended I see Short Circuit and Troll, by the way. But just a Troll side- is horrible. Don't see that. <laughs> I've never seen it. But just a side note, he, he broke his leg. He had like an injury, uh, and he has no insurance. So if you find him on Twitter, there, I'm sure there's a link on there. I don't want to give the specifics. You can find it if you find him on Twitter. He doesn't have insurance, and he has some hospital bills coming in, and he is a collector of rare vinyl. He's a huge vinyl dude. Like He goes out and finds the ones that... You have to search through all these. You know, you have to go to the record store right. guy in Highland, and you have to sleep with him for a weekend, and then like you eventually get a record while he's asleep. You steal them and climb out the window. Maybe, maybe not. I might have some uh, Molly Hatchet in the back. <laughs> so he's got a bunch of rare vinyl, and if you go on his Twitter, he sends out links all the time. He's trying to do this thing where he's selling some vinyl, and it's going to help pay for. So he's not asking for something for nothing. No, it's not like donate. It's just hey, if you're looking for a rare Lamar's Volta record or a Husker Du vinyl that you don't have, he's got them. So he's selling them for a fair price. Check out his Twitter handle and see if you can't, uh, if there's something, if you're into vinyl and or music and or helping people, that's that's something to look at this week. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Later. Give me, give me your hand. Give me your mind. Give me, give me your hand.